such a question of not knowing what to do. I know what's right and wrong since I've been ten. I hear a lot of stories. Ah, Mika's mad. Why am I mad? Tell him why you mad right now. Okay, I think I know what you want me to talk about. I don't know how mad I am, but um, so American Girl Doll uh, have come out with their. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah, right. I'm not. I'm. There are so many more things I'm more mad about. Um, Speak to the people. Come on. Wow. Uh, have um, they have just uh, released information about their newest doll that is going to come out? Um, I think actually later this month, but it's sometime this year. And she is their latest in the uh, historical. Speaking um, of hiss, we got a lot of feedback here. Can you get we? a little closer to the mic? You got to choke uh, up on it. Okay, I'm pretty close. <laughs> that way um, I can mess with the game. Uh, anyways, uh, she she's like in the, his, I can't remember what it's called. It's a historical character line. And... Uh, she um she's like ten year old ten years old in nineteen eighty six. So I'm a little pissed that nineteen eighty six is now considered historical because that means that I am also historical. historical? <laughs> That's what I take from that. Um, but uh, so her name is Courtney. Uh, she's got very eighties look, kind of a rocking a little bit of a side ponytail sort of thing. Uh, but she's really good at video games. She's a gamer. Um, she's a gamer, which I like. I like that idea. And apparently she's really good at Pac-Man. And she's looking around and she's noticing there aren't a lot of girls at the arcade. And she's a little bothered by that. I think it's setting the scene. Uh, yeah. And uh, she gets uh, somewhere in the books, she gets um, an assignment to uh, develop her own video game. So she's going to, you know, put a girl in it sort of thing that's interesting so, yeah um here's the real juice though oh the real juice yeah the real juice is is that she has an american gall gall doll girl doll do, do, girl dolls she has an american girl doll doll okay it's your yes. mic your mic is the bad one why okay uh, what uh, do you want me to do with it of <sighs> what I can't change the mic. Do you want to go back in the box? No. Uh, well, we can fix it. It just we're live, so it's going to be annoying. Um, so <laughs> this sucks. Do you want to come sit on my my mic? Why? Oh, never mind. Uh, sorry, audience. It's just going to be a little hissy. We'll try to get through this fast. Uh, she has a doll of her own. So what mm-hmm. I want to know and what really skeeves me out is that she, does that mean that American Girl Doll, God, AGDs exist uh-huh. in the world of AGDs? Is like, Apparently. is this in a dollception situation? It kind of seems like it, yes. Um, I, yeah. Uh, so the the real American Girl dolls were available in 1986. So um, that that is why they decided to have her have an actual doll. Uh, I believe. She has a Molly doll. Um, Molly is one of the... I mean, something a little different now. No, no. Molly was... I get that doll. Molly was one of the original three that were released, and Molly uh, was the... She was um, 10 years old during World War II, so she was the World War II doll. Um, So, and she... So uh, she was uh, burying... uh, Spanish flu victims or something? Uh, no, she was like you know helping. I think they she probably planted a. Uh, I I I read the, all the books like a long time ago, so I don't remember. Super this is well. all new information about you. But <laughs> I I love the American Girl dolls. Um, but I I think she probably had a victory garden. Um, <laughs> and you know probably she had. I remember she had a radio, like that was a big thing that you could get for her like a really big huge, big for her too yeah well uh 40s like radio um and uh she wore glasses so that was cool um but when she took them off <laughs> oh no it was nothing like that oh. um 
but I can't remember what else she did. But like, you know, other things that were happening during the war, you know, were uh, mentioned in her books. And and it it was a way to kind of try to get young girls interested in history. And like, no, no, I, everybody sort of knows thing. what they are. Except yeah, for me. Uh, I know. So thanks for telling me. But so, yeah, I just I don't don't mess with, you know, the if we're going to go through now, the. American Girl Dolls universe yeah. is responding to itself. Mm-hmm. And so presumably 100 years later, there will still be AGDs. Right. I need to hop on Urban Dictionary fast to make sure of something. <laughs> um, so th- that will be that will mean for 100 years, it has been re- responding to itself. Oh, okay. I, I, think, I think the think... best way to do All this, right? right the best way to do this is to have the ADGs live in an alternate universe where there are no ADGs. Otherwise, they're gonna, it's just going to collapse on itself. I, I mean, I think they're what they're probably going the next, for. In 20 years, they'll have an ADG that works at the ADG factory. Or she's a designer. She designs American Girl dolls. And she yeah, designs a doll probably. with, you know, no hair. And her flesh is all white, you know, and no no exterior. Wow. Or, I mean, I think the idea... And that doll will destroy us all. I think the idea is that they exist in our world because their history is our history. So I think that's what they were going for. But also, it was at least... Isn't egotistical from a historical perspective? Well, yeah, so... Why don't you have a cabbage patch? The company... Because they don't own cabbage patch. Nobody really owns cabbage Um, patch. The company was bought... uh, And taken over by Mattel. I don't know how many years ago. The new story is... Mika Hanna is obsessed with American Girl dolls. I used to be. I used to look at the catalog all the time. Mika, um, Mika used to be obsessed with Smashing Pumpkins as well. Yeah, that's true. Does she know that... Do you know... Yeah, I can talk to you directly, I guess. Thank do you. Do you know that they're dropping a new double album and an animated series? What? What? Okay, and when you say they, who <laughs> do you mean? I, I mean uh, Billy Corrigan, and I think James is back, but there's... I don't think Jimmy... Doesn't anymore, and Darcy, Darcy just can't do it anymore. So okay, I'm so, not sure about that. All right, weird, strange. It is pretty weird. Uh, like this show, this is going to be a weird episode this week because boy, we've just got so much to do, so little time to do it, and every single piece of electronic equipment is uh, falling apart in the studio. So are you sure about that? I'm positive. Are, do we still have a buzz? I don't know. It's not really a buzz. It's just a. It's a hiss. A it's hiss. Just yeah. It's the these bad cables that we use. Cool. Uh, which we're supposed to have fixed. But anyway, it's not going to dwell on that. We're going to give you an hour of programming and then to the moon. What? What is that? We're out of here. I'm out of here. We landed it in the end. <laughs> we're the Just Enough Joe podcast. I'm your host Caliban. Joined as always by my co-host. Hi, I'm Mika Hanna. And wow, you're really loud now, so I think we can bring that down a little bit. Uh, we are here to talk about the news that's fit to cast in the world of nerdy entertainment and also a pair, a double feature of new 2020 Netflix films. That's right. We're going to talk about them. One is called I'm Thinking of Ending Things mm-hmm. and the other is called The Devil All the Time. And a third one is called Four Score and Seven Years Ago, Our Forefathers Brought Forth. We picked the, like, the longest titles uh, for movies that we uh, could find. A preview? After I saw The Devil All the Time, I thought to myself, I'm thinking of ending things. Oh. <laughs> hey, tip your servers. All right. She'll be here all week. Alone. <laughs> So we'll be doing that, talking a little news, actually a lot of news, so we have to kind of blast through that. Uh, any comments, anything to christen the news before we get there? Anything to christen the news, like anything from the news that I want to get started on? That was it. Uh, n- no. Um, I guess I, I just want to say one thing, that this is maybe something that, like, I, I don't want to, like, ruin anybody's. Okay. No, no, no. I cut your mic a long time ago. I guess you can't see the. You cut my mic? The production screen. So, yeah. So, anyway, let's talk about news. Uh, The first news story that I want to talk about, uh, and I have these divided by. This is something that we've done for a long time, but I have them divided by social news stories, by the content, delivering new content, the business angle, and then, of course, 
You can talk. What is the, of course. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> the squirrel. Is it like 50 first dates, only it's like 377 first dates for you? Every show is just, no, why I've never we... done this before. This seems kind of fun. Why are we saying, you said we wanted to make it a short show, and then you're telling, you're breaking down exactly how you have the news stories organized. I don't know why we're doing that. I'm kneeling down into the blocks as oh. the starter pistol is going. You have to do all these things before you can run a 100-yard dash. If you say so. How about just like 50 minutes of silence for the rest of the show? Hey! Having such a good day up to this point. Uh, Well, this is going to bring it down. Uh, I wanted to mention uh, and take some of the glee out of my voice as I do that there has been uh, something that we've talked about on previous show. There's been a rash of deaths and suicides with Asian actors and actresses recently. And Mm -hmm. most recently, uh, Japanese actress Ashina Sai has died at the age of 36. Oh, okay. Um, there is no note. There was no anything like that. She was found by her brother. Um, we don't know if this is connected to anything specific. Okay. Um, you know, uh, a little while ago, um, actor Haruma Mura, or Mura, M-I-U-R-A, like they uh, do that. I don't know how to pronounce uh, that. M-I-U-R-A? Yeah. Uh, Miura, yeah. Uh, died in July, and um, I think we talked about um, Hanakamura yeah, dying in May. Yeah. yeah. And so, and it's not just Japan. Uh, Chinese actress, or excuse me, Korean actress, uh, Owen Hai, uh, died also at the age of 36. Okay. Uh, this is not a suicide as far as we know. Uh, okay. She was just found in her home, and the circumstances are not known yet, but... It's kind of an epidemic, or at least it feels that way. So I'm really upsetting. Um, I, I I mean, I guess all I can say is, um, I, I don't I don't know why it seems to be more right now, other than um, this is a very stressful um, kind of. It could be more depressing time that we're living through. Like COVID is really bad. Um, you don't necessarily get the opportunity to see people. Um, and, um, relate to people as much as you would if COVID wasn't happening, but there's also obviously a lot of other really horrible things going on in the world, but I don't know what was going on specifically for them. I do know that, uh, statistically speaking, um, uh, specifically in Japan, but I, I would not be surprised if it was the case for other Asian countries as well. There is a much larger rate of suicide. Hmm. And um, I've talked about this in classes before. Um, I've we've we've talked about it in classes before. Um, that a a lot of the reason why that might be is there's this kind of um, this i there there's more of um, society societally speaking. There's more like uh, we're, we're um, you, you think of yourselves in as groups as more than as an individual, and um, you okay. You're looking at your watch. I'm I, looking at my watch because I got a notification. That's why. But okay. I will bring up that this is an important thing, but you know we're not gonna. This ain't gonna be a short show if we do this whole thing. I I, I know. So but... I wanted to bring this up specifically so I could mention that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available either online at speakingofsuicide.com. Or at, if you want to call somebody, 1-800-273-8255. And there are also uh, local suicide hotlines that you can find through Google. If there is something wrong going, going on wrong in your life, uh, you're not happy about something, or you just want to talk to somebody, you can do that. Yeah, by going and there. I would uh, recommend uh, uh, going to see a therapist as well. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, first things first, though. D- yeah. Talk to somebody. Um, things are still bad. More bad. All bad. <laughs> okay, great. We just... <laughs> We've always been about full transparency here. We're doing this live because we have so many other things to prepare for network-wise that we just... I don't have time to edit our normal recording into a real show, and so that's why we're here. Um, it kind of makes me want to just... Just clear everything off the desk. Oh, no. And then we, no, I guess that's what happens in a movie. But uh, just clear everything off the desk and just, you know, 
what's up? Let's just sit down. You and me. <laughs> Let's face have a chat. Face. Look at my face. Right. Look at the, the bacon grease burns on my face. Oh, no. <laughs> my face is burned. I burned my face with, with, with bacon grease. I know. Because I'm my cheap pots. I know. Have a, you know how pots have like a lip that keeps the liquid in? Yeah. <laughs> These are like slanted, so it's like a ramp. <laughs> it just shot bacon grease into my face. Yeah, it was uh, it was upsetting. So now it's starting to peel, and I'm like, "What's the burn health thing? Do you put stuff? You gotta let it breathe, and then you put stuff later, or do you put stuff on before? But it's in my eyes. Uh, I don't know. It's in my eyes. I know. My eyelid. How, is how do your eyes feel? Is your eyelid is burned? You know, the eye is is an amazing. What if we never actually got to the reviews? <laughs> well, again, more transparency. Although it'd be funny if we just did this, but. The movies kind of suck, and I don't really want to talk about it. I at know, all. I know. Uh, no, the, so the, it flew into my eye, uh-huh. like in my eye. Yeah. But the human brain is amazing. Yeah. And my brain <laughs> still got it. Yeah. Can't remember names. Can defend against flying bacon grease. Mm-hmm. And so I think my, you know, your reaction. <laughs> this is nobody can hear this. I, I know that's why I'm trying to. I think my, uh, uh, I think my uh, eyelids shut fast enough to protect. You know the the my eyeball, yeah. But uh, that means that there's uh, burning, you know, grease uh, on my eyelids, and so yeah, not cool. I've got a GoFundMe set up. <laughs> Stop and, it! Um, no, um, there's bigger problems in the world. Yes, uh, like John Boyega. Uh huh. Getting uh, here's some, another reason that why we're really slow this week is that I had this brilliant idea to put all the links for the sh- uh, news stories we'd be talking about in a Word document, but then you have to do that instead of just clicking it and it opens. You have to do that control click, and then it picks a random window of all the windows that I've got open oh, and cool. throws it over there. And so yeah, I'm fine. telling you now because I don't have the the vamping ability <laughs> to to get through all this. <laughs> but I wanted to mention that John Boyega is. He's a spokesperson for the perfume brand Joe Malone, uh-huh. which I've not heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is like the face of some of their ads, and he was in like a, one of those commercials where you're riding a motorcycle and you jump sure. off into a pool full of diamonds, and a woman's like, "Hmm," and you're like, "Yeah, all right." Right. Uh, you got a leather jacket on, uh, and he did all that, and it's great. And it's ads out everywhere, and then somebody told him because he's not there, but I think somebody like called him from China and was like, "Dude, check out this link." They replaced him in the Chinese version of the ad with a Chinese actor named Lou Horan, different guy. Mm-mm. And he's like, what? Why did they do that? Because they felt like that would appeal more to the Chinese market. Like they're like, well, we need to have a Chinese person in this ad. Is that what they thought? Let that. That's a that's a nice way of saying that, that they don't racist? like black people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, well. I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of uh, uh, mega people would uh, prefer uh, white people. Well, I wasn't uh, going to do it in their ads in media. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Um, so he quit. <laughs> he just said, "Yeah, quit." Yeah, I don't blame him. Uh, they didn't tell him, talk to him about this. This wasn't you know a thing when he. It should have been in the contract. When he yeah, when he signed the contract, nobody yeah. said nothing about this, and so uh, he just quit. And um, celebrities have come to uh, his support. Uh, actress Candace Pat- uh, Patton, uh, who is a uh, mixed race, uh, beautiful actress, um, said, same thing's happened to me. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, wow. other people have given their support. So I... Um, <clears throat> I didn't know that this was a I thing. hope John Boyega makes it to the next stage of his career, whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I know. In the mean. moment, this is incredibly heroic. Yes. But he might have to end up being... A spokesperson for an organization or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think the establishment of Hollywood. What are you talking about? Well, he's not going to get a Chinese <laughs> ad job again. No. He's, whoever um, the ad agency was that did the thing for Joe Malone, mm-hmm. he's not going to hire by Joe Malone. He won't be used by that ad agency. Yeah, right. And, and he's in the right, and they're all in the wrong. But the right. system is... Is corrupt and broken. Yeah. And so that's how it works. Right. And he was, you know, he was out there on the street. He was pounding the pavement during uh, Black Lives Matter protests and stuff like that. And he said, look, I don't care what happens to my career. Like, right is right. And I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And I haven't heard that he suffered, you know, a loss of work because of that to this point. No. But 
<laughs> if you told me he had, I guess I wouldn't be surprised. And again, I hope that he does. Again, yeah. He's in the right, everybody else is in the wrong. But right. Well, I hope a lot he's of people fine. like that who have lost jobs, lost, you know, career. So I just I hope that if I was the head of a studio or even a writer of some note or no, no note, yeah. I would, you know, write a script with John Boyega in mind. Where's that Attack the Block sequel, by the way? That's a good question. That movie came out a while ago. The hell ago. is Joe Cornish doing? Yeah, I don't know. That'd be great. Yeah. So anyway. Make that happen. Real, real hero. Finn, yes. okay hero. John Boyega. <laughs> real hero. Real hero. Yeah. <laughs> What else is going on? Uh, looks like uh, actor Jeremy Tardy, okay. who appears as Rashid on Netflix's Dear White People, has announced that he is quitting. He won't be on the fourth season. Mm-hmm. He's accused Lionsgate of racial discrimination in regards to, to performer pay. He's saying really? he's not getting paid enough. On, on Dear White People. Yeah. Which is a largely black cast. Yeah. That's surprising to me. Um, I mean, it should be... Honestly, this just shouldn't happen, right? Yeah. Like, in a perfect world. Like like we said, this is a broken system. Um, yeah. We know that there there are pay disparities in, in uh, films, TV shows, between male and female actors. We know that, that that's a thing that still exists. So I guess it's not, you know, that surprising to think that there are racial pay disparities as well just shouldn't happen um so wow i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of surprised that it it happened with with this particular show um he's got i mean it's a complicated situation he's got a uh he's at jeremy underscore tardy on twitter he's got a whole thread that explains like his reasoning behind it um the breakdown is essentially that he uh, didn't like the initial offer that he got for a renewal or, or however okay. it works. Okay. Uh, and he had talked to um, somebody else on the show who was white, and he said, who is not also not, I don't think, a regular or a featured player. I, I see. And said, um, yeah, they did that to me, but then you know my people went, well, it's just, what about this? And then the Netflix was like, oh, yeah, sure. Or I guess Lionsgate. Oh, I and see. So he somebody did else something similar, back. and they're like, well, no, it's going to be this. I see. Okay, that makes more sense then. I don't. It still doesn't really make sense. But yeah. it, if we've got, uh, if we've gone from them just flat out offering, you know, way less mm-hmm. to minority performers to like, no, we'll just deny their raise requests. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> or we'll just deny like their counter offers. I guess that's a step forward, but it's still uh, maybe... half racism. Half racism, still racism. Right. 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 Exactly. Um, still not great. Uh okay well that's too bad uh hopefully things will work out for him. Do you want to talk about cuties? I don't know. I'll say real fast that the backlash against cuties, at least in the U.S., has led to a eightfold spike in uh, cancellations, uh, household cancellations of Netflix. Really? Um, in France they're like, do we want to talk about problem. what it is exactly? <laughs> People come from my funny ethnic accents, but uh, France is like, what's your problem? We, we don't care. Americans make a big deal out of everything. Uh, hold on. My my uh, uh, lover's lover is on the phone. I don't know, that kind of crashed and burned. It's not a good show. It's a bad show tonight. Uh, other Europe doesn't seem to care. Sure. That uh, that makes sense. They they they're not as uptight as the U.S. is about. Sex oh, so if we would just loosen up, it'd be okay to sexualize kids. This is why I don't want to talk about it. There's just no uh, point right, in talking right, about well, it. Jason about Momoa it. has slammed Warner Brothers for all that Ray Fisher stuff. <laughs> he has said, "quote This s has to stop." Uh, now, unfortunately, we don't know what the s word was, but I bet it's bad. <laughs> I bet this this sauerkraut has to stop. Yeah, I think, is what he was trying to say. Right, right. Um, I don't think that he got any more detailed in his comments, other than saying that the cast members were treated in a s s s e way. Again, right. Not sure what that could possibly <laughs> stand for. Uh, oh, so so Jason Momoa is now coming out and saying that the cast members were not treated well. Yeah, well, that- he hasn't. Uh, like hired a lawyer or anything like that, <laughs> but right. he is uh, supporting. It sounds like he's supporting Ray unofficially Fisher's Ray Fisher's accounts. Okay, 
Um, all right. Well, we're never starting with the social stories ever again, by the way. Go ahead. I, I mean, I, I think that this, this is um, probably my good. empire is crumbling. <laughs> I, I think that um, this gives more validity to um, Ray Fisher's claims. There's always how much um, time do you think it would take to talk about? I'm thinking of ending things. How much do you think I, it would take to talk about the devil I as a guy? Know. I don't know. What if it was ten apiece? Sure. Honestly, I don't think I could talk about them the same amount of time. But we no. should. But we'll slate it anyway. Mm-hmm. We we'll just do this on the fly. Mm-hmm. So twenty minutes. Five for an outro. Okay, we can do ten more minutes of news. Uh, okay. All right. Sorry. Continue. If I, it's worth continuing. I, I not really. <laughs> I just was gonna say it, it that this helps Ray Fisher's case, and I was kind of like we've talked about previously. Like, why has nobody else come out to say this is a problem? Yeah. Do you think they yelled at Robert Pattinson like when he got sick or something like that? They're like, "Come on, get out there!" No, you got, I you don't. Forty-seven more arms to break. Yeah. He's right. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Yeah, right. That's what it sounds like in the movie that we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, they're like, get out there. Smack him, smack him in the back of the head. No, I don't think that that happens. And your mascara's all smeary. Yeah, don't, right. That's supposed to be, okay, get out there. Right. No, I, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> um. So do you think it's a ding, ding, racial issue? I we got to get it out now. We're talking about two films that have no black people in them. Go. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it possibly because we have no idea what what would happen, what was said. More on but, this if it ever develops. Yeah, let's talk about the Creative Arts Emmys. I think the Emmys are. I would be lying if I if I said I knew when they were. That could be tonight. Uh, they'll be soon though. But the Creative Arts Emmys were announced. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I'll give you some interesting looks. Okay. Uh, Queeby Ernt got two of them. Queeby, yeah, for wow. hashtag Free Rayshon. Uh, store, uh, the show with uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Jasmine Cephas Jones. Eddie Murphy got a primetime Emmy win uh, for hosting SNL. Okay. Which he did um, at some point this year, last year. Okay. This is news. Uh, Michael Jordan got his first Emmy for The Last Dance. Okay. Tiger King won none. <laughs> now, why do you think that is? Um, Popularity always translates to no. Academy wins. Yeah. Do you think it's too hot? Because Carol Baskin's appearance on Dancing with the Stars cut to commercial, and the commercial was, please tell us where our dad's body is. <laughs> Do you think that's a little too hot what? for them to make a decision about? Oh, you don't know anything about this? We don't have time for that. Maya Rudolph wins her first two Emmys in the same week. One for The Good Place, one for The Bad Place, which is your crotch, which is Big Mouth. Um. I'm surprised she hasn't won any before. <laughs> yeah, that's, no kidding. That's my reaction no to this story. Um, but good for her. She was fantastic on The Good Place. I haven't seen Big Mouth, but I a know character, you have. And I mean, when you, you know, a character based on Ruth Bader Ginsburg, supposedly. Sure. But, but like, considering the timing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, but kind of like, yeah, I, I, I think she did. Uh, yeah, she, she's hilarious. I, I like my Rudolph. Uh, more Maya Rudolph, please. That's all I would say. How about more Jonathan Majors? Jonathan Majors is joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He is currently the star of Lovecraft Country on HBO. Okay. He will cool. be in Ant-Man 3 or whatever we end up calling it, but it is the third Ant-Man film. Okay. Of course, we don't know anything and the studio won't say anything, but people think for some crazy reason mm-hmm. that he's playing Kang the Conqueror. Uh, I don't know that much about that character. No, I think that's cool. Okay. But if we ever bring the uh, Fantastic Four and the Richards in, yeah. we're going to have another, huh. <laughs> we're going to have another, so Sue is adopted, right? <laughs> like, we're going to have another, uh, huh? Because How? In what way? Okay, because Kang is like an ancestor or a descendant, I can never remember, of, his name is Nathaniel Richards. Okay. That's his real name. Oh, Okay. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So he's related to the Richards. Whatever. I mean, you know what the we solution can is? deal with that. Make Fantastic Four black, or yeah, well, make, sure, the whole thing, sure, fine. But uh, like, yeah, make makes, Reed Richards black. That's uh, how you make fix Reed it. Richards yeah, black. No yeah. problem. There you go. Done. Yeah. So hopefully they'll do that. Uh, Marvel She Hulk is going forward at yes. Disney Plus. Yes. Some good news. We have a director and an executive producer in Cat Coiro, who is. 
I don't think I can think of anything that you know that she did, but oh, she's okay. an actress uh, slash director, right? Um, and has directed a bunch of um, TV. Um, so yeah, I mean, it seems like good news there. Uh, Jessica Gao, uh, writer from Rick and Morty, will be the head writer on the show. Cool. And they've cast Tatiana Maslany as the She-Hulk, or as Jennifer Walters, I guess. Yes, yes, that's exciting to me. That's that's the one I'm most excited about. I am excited about it. I mm-hmm. think it's a better choice than Alison Brie, but Alison Brie had the body. Why is that? Well, we've talked about this because. Are they going to do a Bill Bixby and have a regular sized person as the mm. banner mm-hmm. and then a Lou Ferrigno giant sized person, like get Sasha Banks or something like that to play the She Hulk? Right. But the problem with She Hulk is she, she Hulk she's the She Hulk all the time. Yeah. That should have been the title of the episode. <laughs> How did we lose that? She's the She Hulk all the time. And yeah. so. Tatiana Maslany is like She's can fit in the palm of your hand. Petite, yes. perfect casting for Jennifer Walters. So, like, what do they do? Are they going to CGI face her? Are they going to? I mean, you can put her on an Apple box, but she's still she's very short. Yeah. So well, Allison Brie isn't that tall either, though. No, but she's got the shoulders, and you can tweak it, you know, CGI a little. And so, I mean, they've got all kinds of ways to put all kinds of things on other things, and I'm sure it'll be fine. I but... think they could do that with Tatiana too. Yeah. Well, anyway, the point is I'm excited to see how they solve that problem and how they I am tell too. these stories. I am too. And I and I like her. I think she's a good fit for the character. So I think, uh, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. So, Well, uh, I know there's something else that you're looking forward to. Um, what is that? And as it turns out, mm. you may never actually get to see it. What is that? Black Widow is eyeing a new release date. Uh-oh. I'm thinking... So we don't really actually know because this is just um, they haven't changed anything yet. It's a rumor, right. but it's okay. currently slated to come out on the sixth of uh, when? November. Sorry, November. November. Yeah. yeah, and um, you know, there's other things coming out. Uh, Pixar's Soul is coming out. Uh, is it? James Bond is coming out. Is it? <laughs> right. And so you push into December, and then you got Wonder Woman, you got all these other things. And so mm-hmm. they're supposedly they are super serious about keeping it in theaters, but it okay. might be at a later date. And as far as Soul goes, not so serious. They're thinking about sending that directly to Disney Plus. Okay. Do you think they'll do something like with Mulan with that? Like, well, they'll make you do pay like thirty dollars to see it right away or something like that. Um, I wonder how well Mulan, that did. She is a strange creature because it did. Yeah, I wonder too. We still haven't heard, have we? I think it did okay here. Mm-hmm. It's intended. The only audience that matters, China, hated it. Okay. Chinese people hate the Mulan movie. All right. Well, there so you go. it's such it's such a, a garbage fire. It's hard to use it to determine how, say, Soul will do, yeah. or if Black Widow was released. Right, exactly. But, but I don't, don't think it did as well as they wanted it to. Let me just <laughs> say that. Yeah. Garbage fire, too. I don't think it did. You'd yeah. be great. You should work for Disney. <laughs> Director Lee Isaac Chung is going to direct a Your Name live-action reimagining from oh, okay. your, your favorite three, Toho, Paramount, and Bad Robot. Wow. Okay. Can I say just right now as a expert, somebody who spent some time with Toho properties, Paramount properties, and Bad Robot properties. It's going to suck! It's going to suck! Great. How could they... How could they... They're not going to... How could they do... How could they do any justice? Yeah, I don't know. How could it be any good at all? I, I don't know. And it's going to star Sonequa Martin-Green. Let's move on. Are you serious? <laughs> well, let's just hope they get the... Oh, no, they're not going to... They're going to whitewash the... Hell out of it. Yeah. I don't think the leads will probably... I wasn't be even thinking about that. So, yeah. Here's some wow. interesting good news. I think probably good news. Netflix has ordered an animated version of Good Times. Uh, this is Norman Lear's uh, sitcom from the late 70s. I think it might have made it to the 80s. I can't remember. Uh, about a uh, struggling family. Um, good times. Good. Okay, I don't think I've ever seen it, but all right. Um, Dynamite! Yeah, right. I don't think I've ever seen it, though. This is um, one of those points on that graph. Mm, well. It's created by Norman Lear. Okay. Legendary Norman Lear. 
Uh, it's also he's producing because he's, he's still still around. They canceled my one day at a time. I gotta make another show. <laughs> Steph Curry, former basketball player, I think huh. former, and Seth MacFarlane. So like one of these kids is not like what? the other. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I think it'll probably be fine and get canceled uh, just as it's getting good on Netflix. Uh, the, the... Norman Reedus has inked a first look deal with AMC Studios. Yeah. He's got Big Bald Head Productions. And he's okay. got he's got his own publishing unit. So Norman Reedus is going to make make content, man. He's going to make oh. TV and movies. Okay. It's going to be him blowing a raspberry at every mirror across the country. <laughs> Sounds about right. And yeah. then shooting a crossbow through. Yeah. Yeah. HBO Max has renewed Ridley Scott's Raised by Wolves for a second season. I didn't know they needed a second season. I thought this was just like one of those movies that they make six hours long. Yeah, right. Instead of just it seems like editing think, it. I think you and I talked about this off air. Like, uh, you how does that like, even? How's it going to work? I think you said to me you thought it was a movie, and then you found out it was a series, and you're like, what? And then <laughs> it, she, she was the last child in the universe, right. and then a robot went crazy and tried to save her. And but there's some other guys, some the Vikings. Well, the Vikings actually saved her. What's the second season? No, it's two. It's two androids go to a blah, blah, planet blah, blah, blah. and raise I've, a bunch of children. I've seen the trailer. I know exactly what happens. Yeah. in every episode. We're going to review it next week. Uh, Stumptown was canceled. All right. Do you think that, I, I guess I didn't keep up with the show or the ratings, you know, saw the first episode, was like, eh, it's not, it's not for me. Nope. I love the comic. This TV show is not too. for me. Yep. Although it's not, I don't think it's a bad show and I, it's, I think it's a little overproduced, but it's uh, well produced. It had potential, honestly. That's kind of the thing. I think thing. the pandemic had to do, so it has something to do with it, right? What what had something to do with it? The, the pandemic. pandemic? Yeah, maybe. Because they, they had to shoot probably a lot of it in Portland. Mm. Also, mm-hmm. maybe like Portland being on fire had something to do with it. Well. Anyway, I... they're shopping it around to other places. Let's talk about business. Let's talk about the business. The business of Hollywood. Okay. We could just probably cut this, right? <laughs> Let's just I'm, cut this. Let's okay. just cut this. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, the Spinal Tap guys uh, reached a settlement on the long-running court battle. And by long-running, I mean the 1981 till now court battle over the rights and the income generated by Spinal Tap. So What? I didn't you know about this. of Derek St. Hubbard. No, no, I mean the real people. When you think of <laughs> Simpsons guy, Michael McKean, and... Uh, uh, Christopher Guest? Christopher Guest, yes. Okay. Uh, they technically, because of the deal that they made when they made the movie, yeah. they technically own those characters. Like, nobody can do anything with those characters. Yeah. That's why there hasn't been, you know, like a, a Dumb and Dumber, the first class or whatever for Spinal Tap, which you will see that now. You'll see that in two and a half years, maybe two years. Uh-huh. You're going to see that now. Okay. Um, because they own it. And then every, every like, seven years or whatever the renewal thing is, they would do, like, a show in L.A. and you'd, like, see a story about, like, why are these guys d- dressing up in the things and doing a, doing a show? It's because they have to, like, perform to retain the, the rights why? to the thing. Why, why is that? So, anyway, this settlement, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know all the ins and outs, I'm assuming it will give, they're all, they're all old. You know, it'll give yeah. them a nice chunk of money. And they'll probably let the rights go, and then we'll see a Spinal Tap cartoon or some dumb shit like that. So, I, I'm confused. And it'll be produced by Bad Robot and... Oh. I'm confused. Like, what do you mean they'll let the rights go? They're, 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 I, I, the, the studio is going to give them a sum of money, uh-huh. and in exchange for it, they will let the rights go. The image oh, rights, the performance oh, rights. Oh, 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 okay, okay. The women's okay, rights. Got it, right. Uh, speaking of Paramount, <laughs> CBS Access is becoming Paramount Plus next year. Lazy Plus. Next story. Yeah, branding is its not easy. But it's so... You guys put zero effort into this. None at all. Like zero. How do we get this far into the news and we're not talking about the PS5? I don't know. Should we stop take news off of our masthead? <laughs> Should we not provide all the news? No. Some of the news that's fit to cast. There's just... Or we could just lie about it and go, a lot of this news wasn't fit. <laughs> uh, the PS5 is going to launch on November 12th. Yes. Uh, it will cost $500 mm-hmm. for a disc version. There is a non-disc yes. digital only version that is $400. Right. And I think it's like, what, a week 
or so after the new Xbox. Yeah, the uh, Xbox comes out the week before. Yeah, right. Uh, and people are excited about this. So excited that they ran to the store to pre-order some, and it was a total shit show. <laughs> Nobody could pre-order one. Uh, yeah. Not great. They're going to yeah. try again, I think, uh, later this week. Uh, some of the big you know, data points from this story are that uh, we mentioned the discless version, which yes. don't be a sucker. Don't buy the discless version. We're not. I know GameStop has just closed another 100 stores. Uh, well, there's a new story for you, but um, <laughs> I don't think we're done with physical media just yet. Well, and how is it's somewhat backwards compatible, right? Like, so how many? It is 99% back, backwards compatible with PS4 games. That is a, another data point in this just, story. This is great. Keep going. We're doing just, a great job. Just PS4? Can you pay, play PS3? It will not play any other numbers. Okay. Just PS4. All right. That's what I want That's to why know. I have a PlayStation 1. Uh, some of the games will cost $70. Every t- they do this every time there's a new console. They try to prod against the, uh, against the $60 limit. Mm-hmm. Games have been $60 consistently since, I think, 2005. A long time. Um. Honestly. And we, we we say that every time. Yeah, well. And then babies shit their diapers and it goes back to 60. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, right. We'll see. I um as an adult who's done this so many times. Mm-hmm. I've been here for every every new generation. Yeah. They should probably be $70, right. but they should probably be more than that. But don't tell anybody I said that. But live I mean, I show. Think, I I think what? that a lot of uh, out of all of, a lot of the industries Right now, uh, the game industry is probably doing pretty well with COVID. It's not going to be an hour. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to well, be an hour. Sorry. We'll be really close, though. Okay. Uh, we've seen some videos of new games. We've seen uh, live footage yeah. of uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which looks pretty good. We'll be coming out uh, on the... Uh, it'll be a launch title. Launch day. Yeah. Um, we've seen Final Fantasy sixteen, Mm-hmm. Which, what, 15 just like just come out? A couple, Seemed like it. A year or two, yeah. three ago. Uh, which uh, looks like it's returning to, uh, it's not going to be a boy band, so maybe I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and uh, what else is going on? Uh, GameStop, like I said before, is closing another 100 stores. Okay. Um, it's not great. Uh, they closed 320 stores in March. Wow. Which, that was March. That's early. So that was like them going, They must going, have already not been happened? doing pa- well. Pandemic? Oh, no! <laughs> we got to close these stores. They were, we were probably already, already looking at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But keep the numbers up. Yeah. Right. And speaking of video games, Warner Brothers has reassured its fans that J.K. Rowling is not involved with the new Harry Potter game. Yeah, that's uh, no. <laughs> there is she's, a... she's probably getting money, right? That's not how anything works. No. Her name is on it. She's getting money. Yeah. Well, I mean, her... I Most mean, I famous under- character is on it. I, I guess I can understand why they want to do that because they they they. No, are, do they have to say that? They have to say that yes. because they're trying to distance themselves nothing. from her. What but they it said doesn't means mean nothing. I, no. Yeah. Um, it's called Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. It's been in development for a while um, before she was canceled. Yeah. Uh, it's like kind of like an open world. It's like GTA from what the video I've seen. Uh, it's like GTA meets uh, uh, Harry um, Potter. It'll be interesting to see how popular this game is, because I know that there are quite a few people who have decided to cancel no JK cares. and, you know. No one cares. But there'll be people who would have bought it who aren't going to buy it. Very few. You think so? Yes. Wow. Okay. People people don't, you say like, oh, your principles don't matter till they're tested. But you think a test is going to be like... You're going to be shot in the face for being a Christian, or you're going to no. be forced to like reveal the source of a, of a of an important story or something like that. No, it's just like, oh no, a thing I like has a video game, but the creator is terrible. Seventy dollars, here you go. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't right. equate all three of those things together. No. I'm just talking about principles. Yeah. Uh, somebody who hasn't been canceled. Although he did something Uh-oh. that has gotten other people canceled. Uh-oh. I'm not advocating cancellation. No. It's Chris Evans. Uh-oh. What, what did he do? Where do you... What does your phone do? I see you look at it a lot. Is it on the internet? Yes. Chris Evans accidentally leaked a dick pic to the internet. What? Are you freaking kidding me? Stop reaching for your phone. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was playing. I have no idea how this works, and I don't know if it was personal or if he was doing a celebrity version of um, a, a a game called. Um, I'm not going to try to tell you what it's called. Heads up. Got it. It's an iPhone game where you d- do something. I don't know how it works. I don't play these games. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing it, he was going through his photo roll or some, or it was like, or maybe it's on his computer. I don't know. Cause I don't want to see his dick side. I haven't gone through any, uh, any of this. Fair, fair. Although maybe I need to take that one for the team. Oh, stop it. For the news team. Stop it. Uh, but anyway, it he didn't like drop a full pick, but his photo roll on his phone like went through and he and it a, a pick of you know his little soldier uh-huh. uh, was on the screen and if a single frame is in it is all the internet needs right so yeah there right. we are wow that sucks um how the hell did that happen because <laughs> he was doing this this, this, this game, game online yeah yeah um do you want deets uh do I. There's two know. pictures. One was a meme of Captain America. I don't know where the where the offending dick was in this picture. Uh-huh. Uh, captioned, guard that P word. Oh, my God. And wow. <laughs> look, look, look. If you're Captain America, uh-huh. if you're the guy that plays Captain America. Yes. And you're 36. Oh, be careful. Right. He's in his mid 30s. And he's still single. I like the fact that he's has fun with it. He could be like, oh, these, these kid. think about what Tom Noonan would do. All these kids' movies these days. Uh, uh, so you want to get a drink? You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm Captain America. Cool. <laughs> and the other was, um, I don't know, it was kind of like a shadowy pick. So so he did that? He's, like... well, maybe he didn't take those pictures. I don't know. But they're on his phone. Oh, okay. All right. Presumably to send to someone else. I okay okay all right I got it. Uh, so how did he get other people canceled? No no nobody got canceled. Oh okay all right nobody got canceled. All right other people Matthew Weiner is canceled right? Yes. Okay just saying this is a somehow I I don't know I don't take those pictures I'm not everybody when everybody says it's something like this they're always actually trying to be down on people who do this. I think it's fine to do this. I just don't know anything about this and how mm-hmm. to do it or whatever. But mm-hmm. the, he, he, it was an accident. People seem to accept it as an accident. Right. Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo then accidentally leaked 30 pictures. No, Mark <laughs> Ruffalo like tweeted him and was like, oh, don't worry about it. Like this is Trump's 2020. Like you, there's nothing you can do <laughs> that people are going to be mad about. <sighs> and he turned it into a moment for change when he was like, well, now that I have your attention, Please vote this November. <laughs> so, oh so everybody's being pretty cool about it or trying to be. All right. Uh, so you leaked your own dick pic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I can uh, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, is that enough? Uh, I think that's <laughs> a, I mean... <laughs> We got to leave some time to talk about our horrible movies, If right? we just did five minutes a piece on the movies, I think we could do this. Oh, my God. I don't think that's... All right, let's possible. do it. Quiet. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains. This this soundboard is is a virtual soundboard. It's on a screen, and so it's you know you can only use a mouse to click the button, and yeah. the mouse has a travel time and stuff. So instead of just muting our mics and letting John Denver take it, I have to yell "quiet" at you. So I apologize for that. <laughs> I understand that that wasn't uh, the way that we usually do things. Uh, let's talk about these movies, these cursed movies. All right, let's do it. Uh, the first movie that we want to speak about is a movie called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Yes. And um, that doesn't mean, I, here's what the movie doesn't communicate. Hmm. That doesn't mean killing yourself. It's no breaking up with somebody. Yeah. That's what that's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um, still Although, weird. it could be. Still extremely weird. Suicide, I realized. Maybe. 
Well, I'll just say real fast that it's directed by Charlie Kaufman, of course, written by Charlie Kaufman. Mm-hmm. It stars Jesse Plemons and Jesse Buckley. Twins! Jesse's, yeah. Tony Collette and David Thewlis. That's about it. Yep. Uh, and some girls that work at a ice cream ice shop place. in a blizzard. Yeah. Uh, and, and an old guy who's and an old janitor. Yeah. yeah. I realized as we were getting ready to do, to do this show, I didn't take any notes on this movie. And you know what? I don't think it matters at all. <laughs> The only problem is that we're going to have to set a time limit to talking about this film. Oh, boy. Because we could talk about it for a while. Let's make an agreement. No tangents. Okay. I know you're saying that's I have to abide by that agreement. (laughs) Uh, So here we go. It's five minutes on the clock. You're serious about five minutes? That's not enough time. I'm turning the ringer back on, too. We're going right now. Oh, my God. What do you think of this film? Oh, something else. This film and the other film, shoot, well, it's only 10 seconds. This film and the other film, you cannot explain these films to anybody. So don't worry about a plot synopsis. You know, if you like all the crazy things we say about it, watch it. Or don't. It's free. You have Netflix anyway. There's no point in doing the regular stuff for films. Let's just talk about what, what's left of our souls after these films. Go. Um, well, being a Charlie Kaufman film, it, it's very weird and um, kind of jumps around and 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 there, it's not totally based in um uh reality right? i don't know if any of it actually happened i don't either yeah. um but it uh, um it takes place in, in oklahoma um it's basically the just no no, no 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 i didn't ask you to tell me i okay. literally just gave you a speech that burned up like 15 seconds about how we don't have God, to do how that do I, how do we start talking about this you start i don't know what to say right right Fine. away did any of it ever happen what is know. actually happening? And I know that nothing actually has to actually happen. Why would a movie follow Philip Seymour Hoffman throughout his entire life? It's not a movie we're watching it, I guess. But mm-hmm. he, he dies. Does the movie continue? But we just don't get to see it because he is our POV. There, I answered it. Uh, and I'm, and I'm not going to do all those movies. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. He's the janitor, obviously. And mm-hmm. so I think the crux of the film is when she confesses. Quote, but quote she's a part of him, I think, yeah. to the janitor, which is him, yeah. that we never talked that night. I never knew this guy. This weird guy just looked at me weird. and like. But he took from that and made an entire life where he invented – none of this is – this is all emotional. This is all you know, not real. He's not in a padded room right. thinking about Jesse Buckley. Right, right, right. I, I would be. Um, but uh, but she, he is just the – he is his anima. She's uh-huh. his anima. She is his yeah. feminine side. You know, he is right. this character that he has created who is a poet because he loves poetry. And a painter. And, and a painter and can quote or just be Pauline Kale <laughs> talking about yeah. uh, conversations with women or something like that. Right. And in, and she what did she study again? I can't remember. Um, um, a lot of stuff. She yeah. studied uh, theoretical uh, psychics. Uh physics uh yeah, physics. she studied uh, paleontology she studied like all this different stuff but yeah. that's all those are cues to that she's not real right so but like he he's kind of looking back on his life and, and like looking at like what it could have been and so and, why and, the, is it... and the movie is like about him bringing her home to meet his parents which may or may not ever happen but we right. Don't know. right i don't think so because we see him looking down at her waiting for him, young him to pick her up the first three minutes of the film Mm-hmm. The film starts in his bedroom. Yes, goes down. It's a low angle. I don't know if he's supposed to be a child. A child should not be going down those stairs. Or if it just means that this film—that's where all his stuff is. That's where all the things he cares about are. So this film is emanating from, you know, his the, childhood the, the, home, the childhood home, his room, where his, the things that he's thought about, grew up reading. And then we come to Jesse, and she sees or feels somebody watching her. And I think that is the beginning. He wakes up in the middle of his day. Or, or the beginning of his day, and he's going through his life, and at the end of his life, he is having like a heart attack or a stroke or something in his car. But throughout this day, he is imagining. Maybe he does this more than once, but he is imagining this interaction with this girl. But it isn't all perfect. It's not a fantasy because mm-hmm. you know because he is not a happy person. Well, and then I think it starts off with her doing vo in his childhood home. Yeah. So it's. I yeah. think that's to throw us off, though. Yeah, I Cause think why so is too. Because it... we think it's like we're following her. And it's called. It's like, yeah. It's all about him. And it's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Mm-hmm. She's the one who says that over and over again. You assume that she's the title character. I kind of wish that she was real because I like her character in this I do movie. Too. Yeah. But she, is he thinking of ending things? I kind of think so. Or is she as that 
self-aware idea in his head saying, you know, we're not doing this anymore. I don't know how she, we don't know what happens to him at the end if he chooses to die in the snow naked, as I'm assuming he does. Right. Like Kumiko the treasure hunter. Right. Uh, or or what? That's like the hat trick of Kumiko references this week. Yeah, right. Watch it. Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, things I like about this movie. Um, I I thought I was going to be really annoyed by Tony Collette and her, like, you know, overeager mom mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. but she was okay. Um I mean, she was good. She played, and then there's this thing where she plays her at different like different. points in history, which I yeah. feel like that's been done. But she did it really well. Well, the husband too, like they, yeah, they were different ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the car. If this whole thing was just like them driving in the them car, them driving, I would have been okay with that. Oh no! See, I told you it's not enough time. You're right, but we, we, our show. What do you got? Last thought. What does the ice cream place represent? Do you think like, Tulsi Town? Uh huh. Uh, it represents uh, uh, a mentally unstable uh, presidential candidate. <laughs> I said it. Wow. Let's move on. Okay. We're going to talk about a film called... Did you set the timer the again? The Devil... Well, I get to set it up. Here's the buffer. Okay. You think you're helping? Yes. You're not. <laughs> I watch a movie called The Devil All the Time. Yeah. Directed by Antonio Campos. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Nope. I don't either. Uh, so anyway, there you go. Um, it's based on a book called The Devil All the Time, mm-hmm. written by Donald Ray Pollock, who also serves as the narrator for this film. It yep. stars a whole mess of stars who I'm not even going to name. You're not. Unless they come up. And it is anchored, after the first 45 minutes, by Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. Oh, it is produced by Jake Gyllenhaal, so send your letters to him. Yeah, I think that's Begin what we need to do. Begin the five-minute hate of the devil all the time. I hate this movie. I feel like this movie hates its <laughs> audience. It's just depressing and horrible thing after horrible thing happens, and it jumps around all the time. But like, unlike the the previous film that we talked about does that, but it does it in a way that I feel like you can follow it and I feel like it's trying to do things. And I'm not exactly sure why this film does it. I think we, we talked about how, how you, ha- you have this theory that, that maybe this was a bunch of short stories and they tried to kind of string them all together. He as, uh, as is, one. yeah. So it's set in a, um, I think it's real. Mm-hmm. It's set in a real city called... Knock 'em stiff, Ohio. Well, that's one of those. Cities. And this is like this is like West Virginia, Ohio, basically. It's like southeastern Ohio, you know, up in the uh, in the hills. Uh-huh. Um, this isn't Sandusky. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's one of the cities. Who cares? It's also his, in West his books are all set there. Yeah, I looked it up. Okay, want to keep going? It's your five minutes. <laughs> it sure is. It's my two two and a half minutes. And so, what? Well, here's the problem. This guy, I think he's probably got some accolades. I think he thinks that he's like Ethan Faulkner, right? Mm-hmm. This is his like Yognapatafa County, like mm-hmm. you know the, the fictional county where a lot of Faulkner stuff was set. So mm-hmm. he thinks he's like. Let me tell you something about the dude. I, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Wow, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. so he is like weaving all these stories together. This is based on a book. I'm sure though that he the book you know, has that same disjointed storytelling. Sure. It makes this film worthless. There is no benefit in the character saying about it, you know, oh, can you take care of my baby? She never see your baby again. And then she's not for 25 minutes. Why do you say that? She's killed like 25 minutes later and you set it up as it's supposed to be this horrific thing and it's like... We already know she's going to die. We know that's going to happen and it didn't build any suspense. Maybe you could do it... If you worked it to build suspense, but this film is unable to do that. It's just the Winter Soldier and Spider-Man trying to shoot each other in a woods, and it's not exciting. It's not suspenseful. No. We already know that like Spider-Man is going to get through this whole thing, so there's no... And plus, like Winter Soldier has been off in his own different movie for the entire movie. So as far as like a final confrontation, but if you think about it as the final confrontation of a fifteen-minute story or something like that, then mm. it's a little different. Yeah, right. But it's not the, the climax of a movie. It's way, it's two two hours and fifty minutes long. It's way too long. Oh my god, it's too long. And they show us everyone looks terrible. Like mm. there are a lot of good-looking people in this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying like you have to. Clearly, they wanted to go 
redneck punk with it mm-hmm. and not and unglitz it, but everyone just looks awful. Well, the other thing that they do uh, more than once, which is really like, geez, just you should have cut that out and that would have cut your movie down, is, is they show us entire scenes uh, uh, more than once. Don't do that. We, 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 you it's know. It's worse than that. The narrator, first of all, we see the scene. We see um, it, like, uh, you know, make his son pray. Yeah. And then the narrator's like, he would go down with his son to make him pray. Mm-hmm. And they do that. And then, like, later on, we see it from another angle. 20 minutes later, we see it, that same scene from another angle because now it's the kid. And it's like, they were praying. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> like wow. Ah. Why are we? What? What? No. And then every look, I'm not here to say, hey, Netflix, more religious films, but like every representative of really every organization, but certainly religious organizations is like a predatory freak. Mm -hmm. And not even look, you'd cast Dudley from Harry Potter as a preacher that pours spiders on himself. Yeah. That's a guy who's just a. Right. But instead, like, you know, Alice in Wonderland's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's great. Mm-hmm. And then Robert Pattinson is like, Robert Pattinson can be so good when he is directed. Yeah. When you let him just do his own thing, you get a rover or you get this where he's just like, hey, everybody, I'm going to eat these chicken livers. I know. It was. Just... Why would anybody listen to this guy? I, don't I know, know that it's a stock character, the slick, you know, Southern preacher. HBO's got an entire show about it, but. Mm-hmm. He's just not authoritative. He's not charismatic. He's he's nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's long. We didn't even we didn't even mention the husband and wife serial killers. <laughs> yeah, which it's just it just it's just assault after assault and like oh it's, yeah, it's just brutal. It's brutal and uh, there's multiple suicides, murders, lots of people die. It's my favorite scene was when he and this is horrible and he shouldn't have done it. It's a pathology. It's going to get him killed someday. But when he just like splashed out those like three comically abusive guys who were like, yeah, we're going to put a bag on your head and rape you behind the school or whatever. And then later on, like Spider-Man just just rinses those guys. I know. That was like the best sequence. But he could just beat them up. Like they will never like walk again. So it's just like, that's too much. Do you know what I mean? They made the point of, he puts a bag over their heads, you know, to send a message. But then he keeps punching this guy. First of all, that bag would have broke. But like he punches him to the point where his fists are left wet and and moist in the, an impression in the bag. Like he's punching just ground beef underneath it. Like Mm -hmm. that man would not have a face anymore. Right. But whatever. Yeah. It's just all the reviews of this movie are bad. It's relentlessly dark. But I think people are trying to be nice. This is just this is shit. <laughs> Sorry. This it's is just not good. No. They're, 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 you're searching for a plot the entire time. You're not going to find it. Now I want to write, read this guy's book. But why? Who cares? Do you hate yourself? Like, why I want to give him a that? chance. Oh, my God. Doubleday thinks he's worth it. Well, he did. Maybe he was Maybelline. obviously very much involved because he did the VO for it. So it's not like they took his book and they just ruined it. Well, Netflix doesn't Netflix. Do they let you do stuff or do they mess with you? Because I don't know. I feel like this wasn't messed with at all. I feel like it wasn't either. I feel like maybe Netflix should have messed with it a little bit. Yes. You got I think the author you out here reading the script over what's going on and they're, they're going back and doing it again. Make it make more sense. Also, the it Southern doesn't accent. It need to jump all around. Just add actor. I guess anybody can just do a Southern accent. Well, that's what they're trying to tell us. I really do think that Robert Pattinson, with his weird like delivery and like vocal tone, I, I felt like he did a good job. I felt like you could tell. But tell. Oh, I'm doing it. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, if you tried to pin everybody down to where they were, where they said they were from, they didn't. Nobody lined up to that. No. No. Wasn't Elvis's granddaughter from Ohio? Why was she talking like she had a southern accent? I don't know. I feel like everybody... Red you know. neck punk. Yeah. A story of American history brought to you by a Swedish actor, an Australian actress, and an English actor. Two two English actors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Um... Nope, there's no um. <laughs> you just gotta let it let it stop. Let it run down. Are you doing that? 
Mm-hmm. Good job. All right. Yeah, if you don't stop, we, we can't stop. <laughs> Fair. We're live. I know. Got our live hats on. Yeah. I'm thinking of ending things with butter. Then. I'm thinking of ending the show. Yeah, stop. I'm thinking of never showing this to anybody. Uh-huh. All right. Of course, it's too late. Yeah, it is too late. She, she's a fickle of a bitch. <laughs> live. <laughs> I'm going to put this down. I'm going to pod this to like five, and we're going to do this over this entire song. This is a two-minute song by the Everly Brothers. So I'll say really fast. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Just Enough Trope. And I went to our Instagram, and I think the pictures are three years old there. Maybe mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. A convergence where our guy was Thor, Thor Ragnarok, 2018. Yeah. So we're going right. to try to update those, but we are there as well. You can find us on your listening platform of choice. Give us a rating and a review. We appreciate it. It really does help us tell a friend and just uh, you know help us get the word out there. Yeah. We're better than this, and we often are. And give us uh, give us five Lugers that killed Hitler. Yeah. Right. That's a real. That's a real thing. Yeah. Yep. The Luger murderer. Yeah, is like that the I next said, story for this guy? Right. Like I said, it's it's Chekhov's Luger. You know, it's a little British kid killing everybody with a Luger. Yeah, I know. All over the Appalachians. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Just give us five stars. We'd appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back in the future to talk about something else. Probably that HBO oh, Wolf boy. show that I don't really want to watch, Looking but I'm doing to it. it for you. Yeah. And we'll be doing that in the future. So we're signing off. Uh, and I'm, uh, what do I usually say? I'm your host, Caliban. Yes. And I'm your co-host, Mikan Hana. Oh, keep the geek fires burning. Mm-hmm.